are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here's our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Welcome to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast. It is so good that you have taken the time to listen to this, what I consider a an essential broadcast in the last days. I'd like to talk to you now about a, a very, very important subject. It's regarding the rabbinical authorities of today. Now, let me just preface all of this by stating I love the Jewish people, especially because they're my people. I'm a Jew. <laughs> I love the Jewish people. I had over a hundred of my relatives died in the Holocaust. I lived in Israel. I guess I'm as Jewish as you can get. Now, the big difference is that I've come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as the Mashiach, and many have. In fact, the World Jewish Congress had estimated 250,000 Jewish people have received Christ as their Messiah over the many recent years. Therefore, it is not an anomaly that Jewish people by the thousands now are opening their minds and hearts. But the rabbinical authorities are very, very active in blinding the eyes of my people. They are and have been for several hundreds of years. And you say, well, why would they do that? Well, they, they're doing it because they're afraid. I don't blame them. If I was, a, you know, a, a big shot rabbi, I probably would also do my best to keep the forbidden chapter, as we call it today, from ever being read or heard due to the fact that I know it seems to sound like Jesus. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, as the old uh, uh, proverbial saying, uh, you know, if it looks like a duck and it uh, quacks like a duck and it waddles like a duck, Guess what? It's probably a duck. Now, ladies and gentlemen, in their really strong efforts to keep this chapter, and we're referring to chapter 53 in their Holy Scriptures. They call it the Tanakh. We call it the Old Testament. It's a chapter that is glossed over and removed from many of the prayer books. In fact, I have a prayer book I used as a little boy that was uh, given to most synagogues of the day. It was published in the early 1900s, and I'll be reading from it soon enough. But nevertheless, that prayer book during Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, it has mentionings about the Messiah and the interpretation of why the Jewish people have struggled uh, is because 
of our iniquity as a people. Getting back to the idea that somebody obviously understood that chapter to refer to the Messiah, and that's why they put it in the prayer book. Now, that prayer book is a culmination of many hundreds of years of prayers, and probably some of those prayers may have even predated the first coming of Christ. The fact of the matter is, these prayers during the Day of Atonement are very emphatic. Now, why is it that it was in the prayer book? If they were so afraid of it, why didn't they take that out? Well, because there were some honest rabbis, you know, those that claimed the title of rabbis, and most of you already know, I don't like that title to be used for a human being. You say, why not? Well, the Lord Jesus was very emphatic about it. He said, we should call no man father. And if you're a Roman Catholic, you really have no right to call anybody by father. I'm talking about in religious sense. And nobody should be called rabbi. That word rabbi can be linked to one of the names of God, Adonai. It means master. And listen, there's only one spiritual master of our lives. And you want to know who that is? That is the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is God himself manifest in the flesh. He became man. You say, really? Oh, he indeed. He did it because, as the scriptures tell us in John 3.16 of the New Covenant, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Notice that he said, for God so loved the world. Huh. That includes the Jewish people. That includes the non-Jewish people of the world, or commonly known in the Bible as the Gentiles. And the, the Gentile nations encompass Every nation under heaven outside of Israel. Yes, he died for you. He died for every one of you that are listening to my voice. It don't matter whether you're Jewish. It doesn't matter whether you're an Arab. It doesn't matter where you're from, from Africa, from Europe. I mean, he died for everybody. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> now, when it comes to salvation, he's not a respecter of persons. But when it comes to the plan of God, he is a respect of nations. And he chose the nation of Israel to be an example to all the nations of the world. But the religious leadership of the Jews today, and for the last many hundred years, have deliberately, methodically, and systematically tried to hide this chapter. We're talking about chapter 53 in the book of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament, or commonly known as the Tanakh. And therefore, we're going to look at this, okay, and examine some of these things. Why the rabbinical authorities do not want the Jewish people in particular to know about this chapter, why they don't want them to read it, why they don't want them to hear about it, why they gloss over that chapter in the reading of the different portions throughout the year. You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we would like to take this opportunity to invite you to our national conference, May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last week of the month of May. The Hope of Israel National Conference is a prophecy-focused meeting with an old-time revival spirit. Some of the topics covered during the conference will be the high priest garments, blowing of the shofar, the mystery of the Jewish prayer shawl, 
prophetic feast days of Israel. And this all-important question, is America in Bible prophecy? For more information and to make reservations, you can go to the conference website at www.rapture.today. Once again, that is the word rapture, R-A-P-T-U-R-E, rapture.today. This is truly a meeting you do not want to miss. Mark your calendar, May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last Monday to Friday of the month of May. And now here is Dr. Freed with the remainder of today's broadcast. Now through the centuries, there have been many who have been accredited as the Messiah. And uh, Bible-believing Christians believe that it is Jesus of Nazareth in 30 A.D., Others accredit men like Simon Bach Kachba, 132 A.D., or Sabbatius Svi, 1676 A.D., and recently many of the followers of Nachman of Brislov, 1772 to 1810, and more recently Menachem Schneerson, 1902 to 1994, claim them to be the Messiah. The rise of these messiahs continue to grow in many religions. Can we know for certain who the Messiah is and when he will come? It's a good question, isn't it? Do we even need a messiah? Another good question. For just a few moments, let us just examine these questions. The only true knowledge that one has of the messiah is found in the scriptures, the holy scriptures, that is, the Bible. And for you English-speaking people, it's the King James Bible. The Hebrew Scriptures paint us such a detailed description regarding the Messiah that a person can not only know who the Messiah is, but when he will come. In the first book of the Torah, that's the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, it gives us the story of creation. We see that Adam and Eve lived in a perfect fellowship with the Creator. In Genesis 3, 1, Satan tempts Eve to eat of the fruit of the tree that God said not to eat. Genesis 2, 16 and 17 says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Mankind was created, beloved, to live forever. Isn't that exciting? But when they disobeyed God and ate of the fruit, it brought forth death to humanity. Why do people die today? Physical death is a result of this sin, that's why. Not only did this sin bring physical death, but it brought a separation between man and God. No longer could man fellowship with God? According to Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 to 10, God in his righteousness pronounced judgment upon mankind, but in his love he gave a promise of hope and redemption to mankind. In fact, Genesis 3.15 says, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel." What, what does the word enmity mean? Well, it means deep hatred. The woman, the first to disobey God, told that out of her seed would come 
one who would bruise the head of the serpent. Now, this is very interesting that it's her seed. All throughout the scriptures, it's always about his seed. He begot him, he begot him, he begot him. And that's because it's the chromosomes of the male, of the daddy, that produces the blood in the baby. It's the one who is the progenitor of the human race comes through the male. Only this particular time in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, do we have the emphasis of her seed. A couple other times it's mentioned, but it's always a throwback to Genesis three fifteen. Her seed, how can that possibly be unless there's a virgin birth? So that out of her seed would come one who would bruise the head of the serpent, but the seed of the serpent would also bruise the heel of the seed of the woman. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now, if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. 